Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Welcome back, beautiful souls. I am coming to you from sitting literally in my bed right now um, because the sound is better. Um, so I'm very comfortable at the moment. And and I wanted to share with you this little series that I feel like is inside of me that is wanting to be birthed through this podcast, which is called Learnings from the Olympics. Because when I got the opportunity to take this crazy leap um, to go to the Olympic Games, and if you don't actually know the story, I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast where I explain that um, in more depth. Um, and I, I made this vow to myself, right, that I like if I was able to freaking do it. I promised, I vowed that I would share it with the world because it felt like it was bigger than me. It felt like it wasn't just my thing to live and receive and and benefit from. It felt like literally like this gift from the universe to help others with. And, and I feel like I had this absolute privilege and I did honestly, ha- I had guilt around it. I was like, who am I? There's parts of me that was like, who am I to receive this? Who am I to deserve this? And, and I, I decided to use that guilt in like a positive way. I'm like, you know what? I know I yeah, obviously working on my self-worth, but also coming from this space of like, I'm going to make this bigger than me. I'm going to share this journey with more people. So all of us can learn and benefit from it. Even though I got to physically experience the actual Olympic games and have the title of an Olympian, which like, I still like honestly can't believe that sometimes, um, but I'm going to share as much as I possibly can to help other people. So what I really feel called to, to kind of base this, um, whole episode around is really talking about, I know it can sound cheesy, but the power of the journey, getting our, not our eyes off of the prize, but putting our meaning and our why and our love and our bliss in the actual process and not just the end product. And don't get me wrong, guys, I'm all about, you know, going after big dreams and goals and, you know, being able to literally manifest to bring forward whatever it is that you desire when you align your heart and your soul with the vision that you have for your life and, and your deeper purpose amongst it all. But, you know, really understanding that it's not about just that thing. 
Sometimes when we're in this process of, you know, going after our goals and manifesting and dreaming, we can get so focused on the actual physical thing that we are wanting to receive at the end of the process that we forget that it's not about that. And if we've put all of our, our, our purpose and our self-worth on that goal, we can totally lose sight of the frequency that our soul wants to live at and express itself at. And we forget that life isn't about that one moment where you might receive that thing that you have manifested or envisioned or worked towards or had the goal of. It's actually about the freaking process about who you become, about what you learn, who you meet, the experiences that you have, the failures that you have, the learning lessons, the the highs, the lows, the beauty, the actual sustenance of the journey. Because so many of us can get caught up in this like this cycle in this conditioning of the society where we always, you know, we set a goal and then we achieve it, but we don't enjoy the journey. So we feel like, and then we get there and we feel like that was supposed to give us some type of joy. And then it actually feels empty. So you guys might have had this goal of getting a degree or uh, having a certain amount in savings or buying a house or manifesting a partner or, you know, uh, going on a vacation or getting a nicer car or getting a promotion and it feels good yeah when you receive it maybe for like an hour or a day or a week but then it loses its freaking meaning because you put you put all of your worth and your meaning in your life on something outside of you rather than folk knowing that it comes from you living in your highest truth every day and it's about it's about the process of who you become because If we put all of that meaning on the things, we can live our life as if we're building this resume of achievements and accolades to take with us to the grave. And when you have passed on, that doesn't freaking matter. You know what matters? How much you lived, how much you felt life, how you impacted people, the difference that you made in the spheres that you're in, the why that you had. If you actually took the moments to sit outside in the sun and look at the stars or the sky and take in the beauty of life in that single moment, not just about receiving the next iPhone or the biggest TV or the next cool like outfit that's trending that's going to be uncool as of next year because those things aren't fulfilling in the long term and this is how this relates to the olympics because i had this literal experience that i i want to share with you guys that I worked, you know, I, I, I swam 18 years in total. I did synchronized swimming for 18 years in total. And I went two and a half years, um, you know, going literally all in, which in the scheme of what a lot of people do is, you know, it, it might not be as much as long as how, how long many people work towards either an Olympics or a massive goal. You know, sometimes people work 16 years just to get to that one space. At that point, when I actually got to the Olympics, I think I was about 14 years in of actually doing synchronized swimming. So I had worked a long time and, and I went all in for those, those, those few years. And if you guys want to understand my story a little bit more, you can go listen to the podcast where I actually explain all of that. But we got to the Olympic games, right? And, and we were competing at the end of the two weeks and we, as um, synchronized swimmers at the Olympics, you swim two routines, a free and attack, which is about a four minute and a three minute routine. And 
our whole Olympic journey came down to seven minutes, not just our whole Olympic journey, our whole life, our whole like worth, our whole like understanding of who we are as a synchronized swimmer and as an athlete comes down to those seven minutes and those, that one swim of each routine. And at that time we had swam that routine so many times and we probably, and like a lot of people did, we have probably had better swims or better performances than the one at the Olympics. But all anyone cares about is that one swim. All people ask me about is the Olympics. People don't really give care that I went to three world championships, which was, it, it's huge if in, in like the world of synchro, like I'm really proud of that as well, but people don't really care about world championships. People care about the Olympics. They hear that word and it changes in people. It changes something. People listen to you more. And then that's, that's been a really interesting journey as well. But, um, everything came down to those seven minutes. And you know what? It went by like that. So damn fast. One moment I was standing out there, you know, like beside the stage with my teammates, jittering, nervous, feeling like I was going to throw up and knowing that I was about to perform, you know, at the Olympic games and like my whole life had come down to this moment. And then all of a sudden we walk out on stage and the music goes and we dive in the water and then three minutes or four minutes goes by and all of a sudden it's over. And I'm looking up at my family in the crowd with so much joy. This still makes me so emotional, guys, because like I just I I really this is why I call my book The Unlikely Olympian, because I still feel so much grace and gratitude that I was able to do that. Um, and I went out with my teammates and stood up on stage and I could barely remember the swim. Because you're so in the process of it all at that point, like you're just, you're, you kind of like a robot, which is, is a, like a good thing, you know? Um, and you're, and we stood up there, up there on stage and it, it was all over. This whole thing that I had been working towards was just gone all of a sudden after three minutes. And that's not even that, you know, short compared to someone like Usain Bolt, you know, hundred meter sprinters. It's like 10 seconds or whatever the world record is at this time. And then it's over. And then the silence comes. And then the pondering comes. And then the questioning of what really matters. And this is where some people get caught up in the thing. They feel it. They might feel great for a day. And they're like, okay, cool, next goal. Not even taking in what they just did and what they just achieved. And it was all gone. My whole thing, my life, it just flew before my eyes and, and the day came and we swam and we competed and we stood up there on stage and it was just over. And I had achieved my craziest, most wildest, highest quantum dream manifestation I could have ever possibly never imagined for my life. I did it. And it was this crazy feeling where it wasn't like, and you know, we didn't win a medal. So, you know, I can't speak to that. Like I know that I've heard of the, the euphoria that you do feel obviously when you like win an Olympic medal, which is amazing. But then it, that feeling goes too. And you know, what makes up the most of my experience looking back on, you know, how I have become the person that I am today 
It's not those seven minutes. If you just, if you took away everything for some, if this was possible, if you took away everything and only gave me those seven minutes of the Olympics, which technically made me an Olympian, right? The, technically those seven minutes made me an Olympian. I would not be this person that I am standing here today or sitting here speaking to you. But if you took away the Olympics, the seven minutes, and you gave me every other experience, you gave me the highs, the lows, the, the, the times when I was sitting with my teammates laughing and the times when we were sitting with our teammates crying because we were so exhausted, the moments when I thought I couldn't go anymore and then you just give 10 more percent or one more percent or half a percent. The moments where you overcome those incredible challenges and you come to the other side so damn proud of yourself. The little laughters and the funny things that happen, that's what actually freaking matters. Those moments in life. Not just the thing, because once you receive it, if you don't feel it, if you don't appreciate life, you're just going to keep going for the next bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and better thing. And there's always going to be something bigger. There's always going to be something bigger and better that you can achieve. And you're constantly going to be searching outside of yourself instead of realizing that the whole, excuse me, fucking point was the journey. It was appreciating the moments that led you to the achievement, not just the achievement itself. And we really, I feel like so many of us in this society just need to be shaken up to understand that. And I, I, I'm sharing this with you with such passion because I want you to feel and understand it before you have that experience, you know, yourself to be checked in. If you think that when you achieve your dream job or your dream business or your dream entrepreneurship or your dream amount of money or house or partner or child, that then you're going to be happy. You're going to be running your whole life chasing to find happiness. And you will not find it unless you find it within, within yourself and within the process, within the day to day, within the little moments within the challenging times that are really freaking hard and then you overcome it. That's what actually gives us sustenance to this life. That's what actually makes us who we are. I hope that you guys are really feeling this because I want to share something with you as well about the Olympic Games. Is that when I actually got there, when we arrived in the Olympic Village. We had been, you know, I'd been dreaming of this, you know, for a while at that point. And, and we were knowing that we were getting there. And then when we got to that level, and this is, you know, I'm going to do another podcast on this as well. When we got to that level and that frequency, it wasn't like we were walking around. Um, you know, there was definitely some moments which were really freaking cool, but it wasn't like we were walking around at every moment and be like, Oh my God, this is the Olympics. This is so cool. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This person, this person, this person, like there was definitely moments like that, but for the most part, it was kind of just another level of normal, another level of normal. It was normal for us to be, you know, going on the bus with Tom Daly every day. If you, he's a really phenomenal British diver. It was normal for us to be walking around with other famous athletes or Olympians or gold medalists. It was normal for us to be training the Olympic pool. It was normal for, for there to always be cameras around. It was normal for us to be surrounded by like the Russians and the Chinese and the Japanese and the Ukrainians who were phenomenal at synchro. It was just normal. That was just normal. It just became a new level of normal. That's what happens when you actually manifest what you desire. It just becomes a new level of normal because you're 
at that frequency. You you know that you're not necessarily at that frequency if you like get there and you just think it's like the bee's knees and you can't even handle it. You're probably going to sabotage it because you don't necessarily feel worthy of that, right? It was just another level of normal, which I'm going to be completely honest, guys. There was a level of kind of disappointment to that. Like I was thinking that I was going to be like a magical fucking floating fairy every, every moment at the Olympic games, but it wasn't that like, you know, we got there and we competed at the end. Um, and we had to go to training every day. We went, we took the bus, um, and we, we had about six hours, maybe five, six hours, depending on the day of training outside every day. And then we came back and we ate. It was kind of like the same routine that we were doing when we were in Canberra at the AIS and in Perth, you know, training there. It was just at a different location and we were just getting ready for this big thing, which was the Olympics. And it was all normal at that point. You know, the, the opening ceremonies was incredible. And that was a moment where I let myself take it all in, but it's not like me being there instantly made me like thousand times happier. There was definitely so many moments, but there was a lot of it was normal. And there was level of disappointment to that because I was waiting for that thing to bring me joy. Instead of already finding the joy in what I was actually doing. Right? And I want you guys to understand this. Because we need to stop thinking that when we achieve the thing, get to that next level in our business, make the six figures, the seven figures, have the relationship, have the job, have the house, then we're going to be happy. It's all bullshit. Find it in the now. Find it in the little moments, find it in the magical moments, find it in the moments when you can look up at the freaking sky and watch the clouds go by. That's what matters. That's what makes us who we are. That is what is so important. And that's what we need the reminder of so often. And I got to have that learning lesson at the age of 23. Thank goodness I'm an old soul. And I really took that to heart and I've really done my best to remind people of this. Because I think it's so important for us to remember. When we find that frequency in the now, when we find the joy in the now, when we find the love in the now, when we enjoy what we're doing every single day, we bring forward the dreams, the goals, the manifestations naturally because we are at that level. But we have to stop sacrificing our now to find joy in the future. Because that will just lead us on this hamster wheel of ever perpetuating running for something outside of ourselves. I really, really hope that you guys are understanding the power of this, this conversation, the power of this beautiful message. And you can take this into your life. Take this into your life as a reminder from someone who did something that I'm so grateful of that was amazing that many people, you know, crave to work towards to remind me of what actually freaking matters. And that's massively helped me on the journey that I am on now of, of helping beautiful souls around the world and, and creating programs and, you know, creating this business. And sometimes I get caught up in the numbers and sometimes I get caught up in the amount of people and the views and the likes and the downloads and all of those things. But I bring myself back to, do I actually enjoy right now? Do I actually enjoy today? You got to love the process, my friends. You got to love the process. And if you don't love the process, maybe reevaluate and take a look at what you're doing because that's what actually matters. 
You know, do you actually love the process of what you're doing? Whether that be you being a nurse, you being a teacher, you running a business, do you love the day to day? Because the day to day is what is makes the, the, the meat of the sandwich of your life or the vegan meat or the tofu, whatever you, whatever you eat, you know, that's what makes up the most of our life. Do you enjoy the process? And if you don't, maybe take a look at what you're doing and figure out some way that you can figure out how to enjoy the process a little bit more. And it doesn't mean that there's not going to be days that are hard. And it doesn't mean there's not going to be days that were challenging. Let me freaking tell you, there are so many days with my teammates, you know, that were so hard doing so many run throughs, doing long freaking hours, days where you couldn't sleep because you felt so anxious and exhausted or your body was so freaking sore and you just didn't know how you were going to just do one more routine again with a weight belt. If that doesn't mean if you're not a synchronized swimmer, that wouldn't mean anything to you, but that's really hard doing basically doing a routine with a weight belt. It's very hard. Um, and then of course there's moments like that. And there's going to be moments like that in your life with you where you're kind of just in the grind or you're just trying to finish the degree or finish the study. But at the end of the day, at the end of the week, ask yourself this enough times. Am I really enjoying this? Do I really love this? Does this really mean something to me? And for me, even though there were so many of those hard moments, I still found so much joy in the process of the showing up with the tra- at the training and having, you know, all of those moments with my teammates and going on that journey together. That brought me so much joy, falling in love with that process. And this story really, really resonated with me. I might have shared this before. Ugh, I, sh- I share it in so many different ways and so many different platforms. So sometimes I repeat things and I don't know. Um... But this story really resonated with me that I want to share with you guys. We had the um, opportunity to work with the Spanish national team coach who took the Spanish national team for synchronized swimming to the 2008 and 2012 Olympics where they won silver medals. I believe silver, maybe bronze, but they won a medal in both. Um, And she was incredible. Um, And some of my teammates took this in other ways, but this is the way that I took it. and, And it really, really hit me deep. She said her... Her athletes, you know, she'd been working towards this for her life and, and, and coaches as well, winning medals for your team. Like that's a, that's incredible. That's, you know, like the, the biggest that you can get, you know, as a coach, right. Um, she said she saw her, her athletes stand up there, her girls, and she felt empty. They were standing up there receiving a silver medal at the Olympic games and she didn't feel anything because for her, it wasn't actually about the medal. She didn't do it for the medal. She did it because she loves her sport. She did it because she's so passionate. This lady has dedicated her whole freaking life to it. This is, this is her, her lifeblood. This is what she does. And she felt empty when they received a silver medal because it wasn't about the medal. It's not about the house. It's not about the job. It's not about the pay rise. It's not about the fancy vacation or the nicest car, or the newest phone. It's about the day-to-day of your life. It's about the journey and it's about the process. And I want you guys to really understand that as as many ways I can reiterate it. So some of the things that I want you to take away from this, this episode, from the learnings from the Olympics, talking about the journey, is remember to focus on the everyday. Don't wait for your happiness to come at some point when you receive something. Ask yourself, do I love the process of this? Because that is what matters. Secondly, realize that it was never about the thing. 
It's never about the accolade or the thing. It's about who you become in the process. It's about what you experience. It's about the people that you meet. It's about the lessons that you have. It's about the transformation that you go through. That's what matters. And thirdly, give yourselves moments in life to take it all in. Because someday you're going to look back and realize how quickly it all flew by. Because it's going to go by so damn fast. So damn fast. I look back now, I'm only 28 years old and I swam for 18 years. And I look back and it just is like a blink in the eye. It went by so fast. And that's 18 years. That's like, you know, that's like a parenting and like a child, right? And it's going to happen with all of us. But did we take the moments to take it all in? Did we enjoy the little things? Did we enjoy the journey? That is what matters. And that's what I want you to take with you into your day and into your life. As a little bit of inspiration and a little bit of a reminder. If anything from this beautiful, beautiful podcast episode and learnings from the Olympics resonated with you, I would love if you share and, and take this inspiration with you into your life. And I challenge you sometime this week or today, take a moment to just sit in stillness and take in the beauty that your life is right now in the ups and the downs, in the hard moments and in the bliss. Just take it all in right now because that is what matters, the journey. Thank you, my beautiful souls for listening. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you taking the time to be here and I'll see you next time. Wait, 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 before you guys close that app, I just have one more thing to share with you. So I would like to personally invite you, if you are listening to this before July 7th, to my podcast launch competition and my podcast launch party, which is going to be on July 7th, where we're going to be doing a powerful manifestation meditation and be giving away prizes from the podcast launch party. So sorry, the podcast launch competition, all you have to do to participate in the competition is to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode on your phone and then go and post it on Instagram, whether it be a story or whether it be a post and then tag me at Danielle Kedwell underscore and share an emoji, a gift, something that you love, something that you learned from this podcast and you can enter up to eight times. So each time that you tag me with a picture of you listening to the podcast, that will be an entry into you winning one of the epic prizes, which you can win when you show up to the podcast launch party on July 7th at 4 p.m. So if you guys want to join the podcast launch party, there's lots of lots words here. You can go and check out the links below. Um, and that will give you the zoom link and everything that you need. Some of the prizes are pretty freaking epic. I'm giving away a $222 voucher off a future course for you guys to use. I'm going to be giving away a $55 voucher for you to use at Hay House, buy any of those Oracle decks or books or whatever you're wanting. And then as well, two signed of my own books, the unlikely Olympian sent to wherever you are in the world. So if you're wanting to win some of those prizes, all you got to do is participate, get in there, do it up to eight times, my friends, get as many entries as you possibly can, and then show up to the launch party on the 7th of the 7th. Yes, July 7th. Um, and join in the meditation and join in to win some of those prizes. If you guys have any questions about this, or you don't fully understand, just send me a message at Danielle Kettlewell underscore, and I will clarify anything that you need for you. And just share this with your friends, share it with the world. It means the absolute world to me that you are listening. And if you're listening as well on Apple podcasts, it would 
would mean the world if you write a review. It helps me get out there to more people. So give it a rating, write a review, be totally honest, and let me know how you feel about this podcast so I can get it out to more beautiful souls all around the world. Thank you so much for listening, my beautiful human beings, and I will see you in the next episode. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.